course, time for this week's Letter to Hong Kong, which comes from legislator Houghton Chow of the DAB. The following program is a personal view program. The Financial Secretary Paul Chen formulated his maiden budget earlier this week. We welcome the budget in putting quite significant effort to cater to the need of middle class and elderly. Sweeteners were provided to public as usual, including tax reduction on income tax and profit tax, which would benefit vast majority of Hong Kong taxpayers and small and medium-sized enterprise. What has cut a dash here in this budget would probably be the generous provision of resources for long-term development of elderly care. A sum of $30 billion is earmarked for the purpose of supporting elderly care and elderly home in the long run. That is indeed an active response to our party demand, which has been raised for many years. My DAB colleague, Lechko member Lan Ji Cheng, who is the party spokesperson on elderly care, also applauded such arrangement. As we would note, such a generous arrangement is unprecedented. In light of many uncertainties, many economists have predicted that the global economy would look bleak in the years to come, if not in the long run. And Hong Kong, despite being the international financial centre, having secured the backup from central government, would not spare the risk of facing economic downturn. But what worries me here is not only the impact of global economic downturn upon our city, but also the domestic political conflict resulting in the delay in processing government expenditure in LegCo. Many major infrastructure are widely demonized as white elephants. As a consequence, opposition would rail against all those infrastructure projects for the lurched reason that we ought not to waste our taxpayers' money in these white elephants. We have seen some leading examples, the Vert Runway, the High Speed Rail, the Hong Kong Zhuhai Macau Bridge, all have not spared the poor fate of being hardly demonized by the opposition. But one would learn from Economics 101 that infrastructure is the pillar of economy. Governments would be particularly keen on spending enormous amounts of money on infrastructure during economic recession. They will create jobs and bring about domestic demand, which benefits the economy as a whole. The US President Donald Trump, having won the election, also vowed to boost infrastructure building within the country. If the general sentiment against infrastructure persists in the city, and as a result, we fail to develop new infrastructure projects in the future, I'm afraid that will deal a blow to our economy in the long run. There is room for improvement in the budget. As the policy address rightly pointed out, Hong Kong will continue to develop high-value-added maritime services. I have spoken to representatives from maritime business. They have been urging the government to put additional resources to the Maritime and Aviation Training Fund, which was launched a couple of years ago, with an aim to facilitate the industry in nurturing skilled labor. 100 million Hong Kong dollars has been injected into the fund, but that was not adequate. 
The budget this year has not made particular provision in this regard. I wish to see extra resources to be added in order to facilitate the development of the industry. United Kingdom is a leading country with thriving maritime business, namely offering one-stop shop for services including legal, arbitration, insurance, shipbroking, and finance. Singapore has been very keen on competing for the leading position within the region. Hong Kong, with the rule of law being the cornerstone of success of the city, our strength in providing various professional services and a backup from the central government would certainly have the potential to secure a rosy future in developing the maritime business. It is also worth noting that the Hong Kong Shipping Register is now one of the world's top four ship registers. By the end of 2016, almost 104 million tons have been registered here. They chose to fly our flag due to our services with high quality. But that doesn't mean nothing we should do to enhance our competitiveness in maritime services. Marshall Islands, a jurisdiction with tiny size, has been very successful in attracting ships across the globe to fly their flag and thus being one of the most popular shipping register. With the help of their branch offices located all around the world, they have long established a reputation in offering round-the-clock services. The Hong Kong Marine Department has been serving the industry with significant effort and has generally earned the support from the maritime sector. However, the inadequate supply of skilled labour would certainly hinder the development of the industry. Therefore, boosting the supply of workers with expertise will be one of the major tasks the government needs to work on.